Some Aucklanders are putting their houses on stilts to avoid floodwaters. Research commissioned by Niwa says it's a cost-effective solution, but it won't work for everyone. Felix Walton has more. Andy's house is on a floodplain in Sandringham near central Auckland. When it flooded in January, he decided something had to change. But instead of moving out, he's moving up by about 800 millimetres. The water came through about six inches deep. It's not like it was up to the windows or anything like that, but it's just enough to ruin all your furniture, ruin all your carpets, you know, because everything's made of MDF these days. Since then, you know, we, we haven't been able to get it repaired anyway, so we thought we might as well lift it. And he says the floors of his 100-year-old villa were already too low, so it was an easy decision to make. The floor level was below the minimum current standard of 500 above the 100-year flood level. And when we bought it, I said, oh, well, you know, it's a 100-year flood. You know, they only happen every now and then. And then we got the, uh, the January event. As sea levels rise and extreme storms become more common, Niwa is researching ways to mitigate flood risks. Manager of Coastal Climate Risk and Infrastructure, Conan Andrews, says lifting a house by up to two metres is a great option, but only under certain circumstances. Houses located in environments that are either frequently flooded or potentially affected by very extreme events, like a one in a hundred year event. Raising houses in those situations, this is a very viable alternative. He says raising a timber house is relatively straightforward, but buildings made of brick or concrete are another story. Raising a normal timber-framed, piled house is feasible and and cost-effective against the cost of building a new build. However, when you consider concrete construction, that cost starts becoming a bit less uh, financially viable. Location is another factor. Mr Andrews says a raised house can only do so much if the rest of the street is underwater. This piece of research was focused on the house itself. It didn't consider all the ancillary infrastructure around it. Yes, if you could raise a house, your house would be protected, but everything else around it would be inundated. West Auckland's flooding chair, Lyle Carter, wants the council to shoulder some of the responsibility. A lot of the reason why the flooding happened in the first place was because of the lack of maintenance. I think there's a moral obligation on the council who did very little to maintain the streams. Then surely the moral obligation is on the council to pay for these raising of homes. Andy agrees. It would be really good if we could actually get some money from uh, local government or something like that to contribute to us making our house basically a more livable and uh, not at risk anymore from flooding because it's taken a fair chunk out of our, our renovation budget. He says the council should step up and help people upgrade their homes so future floods aren't as destructive.